Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Good afternoon. Good evening. It is time for the Dirt Alert. Let's start with Mr. Sean Penn, who has written a scathing 2,000-word email to staff at his nonprofit organization who are helping run a COVID-19 vaccine site at L.A.'s Dodger Stadium. So some people are complaining about work conditions. Uh, Staff members from CORE, which is uh, for Community Organized Relief Efforts, um, some saying that they're working 18-hour days without a break and they are not receiving uh, substantial substance while they are working these shifts. Well, Sean, they should bring a lunch. That's what I think. <laughs> well, complaining. Well, this, it, I mean, it's I would volunteer. feel like Sean Penn would not suffer this uh, very gladly. Well, Sean Penn said in an email that uh, suggesting to those who were predisposed, I, these are his words, quote, predisposed to a culture of complaint and broad-based cyber whining should quit He accuses those who commented of engaging in a broad betrayal of all and described the highly visible comments as shameful entries and obscene critiques of what is happening there at Dodger Stadium. And uh, a second comment. So the core staff is actually is kind of going into going into these 18 hour days, six days a week, saying that they've had little or no time to transition because they were going they've they've gone into being a vaccine site uh, with little to no support. They're saying this person who wrote the criticism of what's happening, they're saying it exists because the mayor of Los Angeles ordered that we transition from a test site to a vaccination site in less than a week. And if we had more time to transition, we wouldn't have staff working these hours without the opportunity to take breaks. This person going on to say without them, we wouldn't be vaccinating. The mayor more or less ordered an OSHA violation. And there's a shipping container on site that is a designated space for overworked staff to go cry. And this person says, if you're not into let, let into the shipping container, it's because staff are crying inside. Garcetti, that's the mayor of Los Angeles, created these conditions and looks like a hero for it. So the broader concern is about the mm, the supply chain management of the vaccinations. And they're complaining that they're ill-equipped to handle what is being requested of them well then they should be having this conversation with not the media exactly <laughs> so those are the comments section yeah these are comments what that is are sean happening. saying i mean he can't be too happy no, about I'm that sure well that's what he he wrote the letter and he wrote the response yeah. and so that's you know wherever you lie on this situation that's what's happening there with sean i Penn. thought it was an all-volunteer thing his yeah horror. 
I can't Damn. speak to that. I, it looks like they are being paid hourly. Oh, okay. So it's not a volunteer, not a volunteer situation. Thing anymore. Yeah. Okay. You know, I mean, it's pressure is high right now. Oh, yeah. And uh, but look, it, this doesn't seem like a good way to solve it, especially with L.A. They had the demonstrators so and Dodgers. Yeah, stadium. I know. Like, they're having so it many just, problems. I'm suspicious of this whole story. Okay. Well, we'll move on then <laughs> to Army Hammer. And his Instagram DMs that have been linked to DailyMail.com. So these have been leaked. And Instagram messages. Is this more? Oh, this is more, Julia. Oh, this no. is more oh, in no. the, you know, in the can- Army Hannibal Lecter uh, <laughs> saga continues with somebody leaking Instagram DMs to DailyMail.com, where these Instagram messages show Army Hammer saying that, quote, it was invasive and bleep to get kink shamed by the internet. Hammer says that his friend who shared the screenshots with dailymail.com said that army hammer had been sexting her for about six weeks before all of this became public and then he also sent explicit audio recordings of himself his ex say that was a very common thing and then it goes on so on and so forth but army hammer not complaining boasting since the secret came out that he has received quote a lot of offers from girls who said i can eat pieces of them ah Okay. Oh boy. Okay. Oh he, boy. He's he's on drugs. Yeah. Something's gone. Something. Yeah. He just. It's just Holly. Yeah. We also found out that Marilyn Manson, in his own words, in his 1999 autobiography, wrote about uh, all these things wanting that he's been accused people. of, like wanting to. It was shocking that we've known about him for a long time. If anyone had been paying attention to his words. Sure. In his own hand, in his own, by his own memory. Yeah, the Marilyn Manson story is fascinating in as much as it's, you know, Marilyn Manson being a performance persona that this guy created. Right. You know, and so then where do you draw the line as a consumer being like, well, Marilyn Manson, okay, so he has lineage to people like Alice Cooper and Kiss and this shocking stuff. It's It's all smoke and mirrors. Then he writes his stuff in this autobiography and you're like, okay, well, it's so absurd. Like, is this true? But then it's like when people show you who they are, then maybe, maybe we'll leave them a little bit. Right. With all of that. Mm Yeah. Just, you know, as a person who was in my youth when Marilyn Manson was like at his peak. Right. Even as a kid, it was like, well, this is all just whatever. Like he's trying to be provocative, but it doesn't really mean anything. He's just trying to get parents angry. Right. But he really did have all these lurid fantasies and did rape threat with, I mean, he wrote about it, about his bandmate, Nancy, who, he like he said he just didn't want to go to prison because he told too many people he hated her, but he did want to burn. I mean, it's really quite explicit. Yeah, yeah, it is really quite explicit and quite gross. And, you know, then it's like, okay, well, where were the people who understood this about him and enabling him to perpetuate and continue? For all these years, all because these years. it didn't... It, it, I, I don't know. Well, one of his BFFs, you guys. Johnny Depp. I know, Johnny Depp. We, we said that yesterday after year because I just can't even think it out loud. yeah. Marilyn Manson and Johnny Depp, BFFs for a long time. So make of that what you will. And make of what you will about this exclusive over at People.com. Kim and Kanye coming out with more divorce stories. So over at People.com, here's the headline this afternoon. Kim Kardashian has little contact with Kanye West, source says she has a divorce plan in place. So when do you think we're actually going to get this legally finalized? Soon. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't think any, I think like, uh, 
Kanye's been getting massaged and managed to a certain degree for for a few months now on this, but he's probably very happy too because I yeah. I just think they 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 just burned and flamed out, and yep. I think everyone's going to be happier, including the kids. Sure, sure, right, because you know it it seems by all means that they've been living quite separate lives for quite some time. And as we reported at the Dirt Alert at the top of the hour, Kanye has moved 500 pairs of sneakers out of the house. That's when you know you mean business. But you know, really, yeah. they lived such separate lives anyway. I That's know. what yeah. we found out about all these right. like, rich, rich people with multiple homes. You you can have a, an amazing relationship the less time you spend together. Well, yeah, and every relationship is unique and different, right, and, and that true. goes for non-celebrities alike. That's like true. you and the other person you're in a relationship with get to set the terms of engagement. But most people don't have the money or the to means have to have the amount of separation and, yes, yes, that yes. maybe people might actually like. Exactly, I know, know, because most of us, it's just like, can you go to the living room? Right, you go to the other room, but I <laughs> mean, me these two always struck us as odd. They spent yeah. her first, their first baby's pregnancy being apart for six yep. months. That was for us, like, we're like, Weird. whoa, that's strange. Totally, totally. All right, All right well, thanks, that, Holly. You're welcome. All right, let's go and do my talk. Scandal. <laughs> Vintage. Scandal. All right, what do we have today, Maureen? Like I feel like it's a vintage scandal that we didn't know that was Buddy Holly. No, I know. And we just used the Lumify whitening drops. We're the last people in the world to use them. And they worked in a second. Yeah. A couple gals that we work with went out and bought it today. They heard us talking about it yesterday. Yeah. Apparently, people want white eyeballs more than they want white teeth. I'd take them both. It would be, if it was only so easy. If it was so easy, when will they make a drop? You know, Kelly Ripa was talking about. I fast forwarded when she. She's got an implant in her tooth that puts in bleach. Julia, please don't hijack my vintage scandal with (laughs) Tupac. I already fast forwarded it this morning because I was so bored with that morning conversation. A rare misstep by those two. Your eyes look so white and scary. I mean, this stuff works. Fabulous. All right. Let me get to my vintage scandals. So, um, for people who haven't watched, like, Ray Donovan, but a a fact of Hollywood is that fixers, whatever the fixing, um, what form it may take, whether it's accounting, legal, whatever it is, someone who can suppress gossip is... They that's some of the most important currency in Hollywood right. because people are constantly doing things that they need. Like Morgan Wallen, if he had somebody who could have suppressed that TMZ video of him getting out last night, you know, he, he might have paid had, the money or right, done whatever big time, but it would have saved him so much in his career. Right, right. Sometimes you can't fix stuff, you yeah. know, like uh uh, you know, people will be offering to help, you know, Marilyn Manson right now, but like his book and his own words and all these types of things. But there's a infamous Hollywood. Well, his job was private investigator that got revoked when he got uh, recoed by the feds. But a guy by the name of Anthony Pellicino, Pelicano, excuse Pelicano. me. He's almost 77 years old. He's just gotten out 
of prison. Well, he got out of prison in 2019, okay. end of 2019, but he served 15 years yep. in and, the federal yep. pen on 78 counts of wiretapping, intimidation, and racketeering. He was like a real-life Ray Donovan, because if you watch that show, Ray Donovan wiretaps, intimidates, and racketeering all the time, okay? And Anthony Pellegrino Pellicano was was part of our story when we first started here. We followed him, and he was... He was working... Well, he worked for everybody. First of all, he... were Some of his clientele, and it cost $25,000 just to talk to him. Sylvester Stallone, Elizabeth Taylor, Michael Jackson, Tom Cruise... He one of the things he got convicted on, he intimidated a lawyer from the L.A. Times by putting fish wrapped in newspaper on the hood of the car or breaking a window and throwing the The fish in in, Mm -hmm. Rocco, depending on who he was trying to intimidate, intimidate. And he was prolific and so good at wiretapping, which, of course, you know, he's a private investigator, yeah. but he's, you know, that's what he got in trouble with. And, for example, um, the FBI found a recording of a very heated phone call. We've never seen the uh, this or heard mm-hmm. of it, but a very heated phone call is how the FBI, in their description of it, between Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise. We heard Tom Cruise go off on his COVID rant. So I'm assuming the rant was from Tom Cruise yes. and the things he was saying was saying as she was probably just crying. Yes. Or something. And anyway, he's out of prison. He's got a book that's coming out I in cannot March. Cannot wait. He says he will not tell specific names with specific stories that his clients in Hollywood can count on him to keep them to the grave. But um, one Hollywood insider said, you know, of course, he's been flooded with offers mm-hmm. to tell his stories. Um, can he change his spots? He's already doing some bidding for some senior media or movie executives. And so they're just wondering, can he really not go back to his ways of, because this is what it comes down to, suppressing information. gossip yeah. and information. So. He, 15 um, years, yeah, and his nickname was the Pelican, Anthony the Pelican Pelicano. And uh, here's what he said, um, because we haven't really heard much from him. He got out March of 2019. He did an exclusive interview with the Daily Mail last week. He's back living in Beverly Hills in the same circles. Now he's not a PI. Pelicano negotiations. Um Morgan Wallen, maybe you want to contact yes. him, but his website, I looked it up, Julia, crisis management, gossip expression, mm-hmm. trouble resolution, and due diligence, which is, of course, a very interesting. So he'll find out things for you. Yes. Okay, that's a, just a nice way of saying spying. Yeah. Well, also, if you he'll vet someone yes. deeper and better than most people. Because he cannot yep. be a PI. So he's got this other. He also has Caged Pelican Production. So I do like his plan names. Mm-hmm. Where uh, movie production negotiations, he's done that, he says, before. He has a lot of contacts. He knows how to put ideas and money together. 
He knows a lot of people in Saudi Arabia and Qatar. Yeah. This is his own words. Mm-hmm. And, of course, it's wonderful being out of prison. He just loves it. But people are wondering when he's going to go back to intimidations, but he can't break parole. Right. And he's a serious guy. A lot of big names in Hollywood will be on edge knowing he's back in town. Mm-hmm. Rosanna Arquette seemed to indicate that there's way more Harvey Weinstein's to come out and that people are nervous in Hollywood and Pelicano might be someone people are nervous about. He's assuring the Daily Mail that, yes, even though he intimidated, was violent, and he blackmailed people, and he wiretapped people, he's not... uh, He was legal. He's not going to do that anymore, okay? okay? But some of the things he did, so apparently... He did not mind paying you a visit. We saw Ray Donovan do this, showing up with an evil eye and a baseball bat. Nope. Okay. Nope. Um, his he looks mo- like a hard, hard guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His motto when he, a celebrity would hire him and pay over the $25,000 retainer, Rocco, was, your problem is my problem. <laughs> okay. He... Um, Cheating spouses, he could take care of sex tapes, drug addictions. Um, He was a black belt karate expert, and he loved to exude danger. And one of the reasons why Liev Schreiber is so good as Ray Donovan, Hollywood fixer, is he is an intimidating brooder. And during a magazine interview, he even bragged about how he used baseball bats to beat up people and what a good blackmailer he was finding stuff to blackmail but anyway he he's spending time with his family he said he was uh, flooded been flooded with people wanting to give him money who want to make um they want to obtain they want they want his stories they want his stories and so he read a lot in prison and there have been people who've helped him out since he got out of Prison. He said he's gotten money for doing 13 at least different documentaries. He says, no amount of money will make me um, tell any of these stories. I'm a man of honor, and when I fix things for people. But anyway, like Michael Jackson paid Pelicano $2 million um, when he was in his child abuse trial wow. to come up with things about the kids the other the people, fam- yeah, yeah, the yeah. family. Stephen Bing paid Pelicano $100,000 when he was fighting Elizabeth Hurley about the paternity, the of, paternity the of the son. Right. And um, Pelicano probably busted a nut or something when he found out that, you know, Elizabeth Hurley's PI got a Q-tip. No kidding. Yeah. No so, kidding. But um, anyway, he also, so he did a lot of dirty trick stuff in the Michael Jackson thing. He was involved in the criminal case against Farrah Fawcett's ex-boyfriend, James Orr, when he was convicted of beating her up. He is the one, um, reportedly, he is the one who uh, ripped up the pictures of her bruised bottom to stop them being published. He was hired by Jerry Springer to find out who filmed him in a threesome with two women because he was getting blackmailed for that. This is all stuff that we just know he was involved with. And when the FBI agents raided his place back in 20... uh, 
It was like in... 2003? Yeah, when 2000. Was it? we were on the air. Yeah, we were, but they found C4 plastic explosives. Oh, my gosh. They found hand grenades. They found millions of pages of wiretap wire transcripts with famous people's names on them. And um, anyway, you know, the reporter that he was intimidating with the fish. That was for a Steven Seagal story that he was trying to suppress. And um, she almost got run over a couple different times, leaving the LA times. I mean, he, he, he was a total bad guy, which is why people paid him big money. And he was involved in so many things, but we don't even know the half of it. No, we don't. Oh gosh. Anyway, but we know a little bit. Real life Ray Donovan. That's there. that's good. Yeah. I'm looking forward to learning more if he has a book about it. He's got a book supposedly uh-huh. in March, but it will all be blinds. Mm. We'll have to figure it mm-hmm. out. That'll give us something to do. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll, be we'll be right back. You know this song. La okay. Bamba. That is such a good movie. That's it. That yeah. is a movie you can watch that over and over. Movie. Okay, so that's the thing about the biopics, like coal miner's daughter. You can watch them. Whenever. You can watch them. They don't. They don't. They don't date. expire. They don't expire. They don't expire. That's why we love them. We love them. Okay, so we were just talking about Anthony Pelicano. Okay, so just and the, the Daily Mail said he's already deep in with several movie executives doing his thing, suppressing gossip. Well, it's already happened. What is the cover that? of Variety, Joel Silver paid Ron Myers, M-E-Y-E-R, Metro Meyer, uh, $1.7 million debt at a Las Vegas casino. And if you remember, Ron Meyer resigned as head of NBC Universal in August for a sex scandal. And, and also... And also all this debt stuff. And he started CAA Agency, mm-hmm. which is a big agency. But he, Didn't I do Pelicano, a vintage scandal about Ron Myers and did. his gambling? Yes, and his daughter married... Toby McGuire. Yep, and they had the big gambling thing, Molly's Game. Exposed right. them, and that is a hot movie to watch, too. Right. On Netflix, if you want to watch a great movie. But anywho... So, Anthony... Pal, he's involved in this story, Laurie, already. So, so, he's working for Silver. Okay, so Joel Silver is trying to make it... Basically, he, the he's... He's almost busted with using company money to pay off a gambling thing for, a, for an executive when I, all the people that work there have probably taken pay cuts wait. and 401k well, this, is stops. this is 2014. Yeah. So but, he paid off right. the head of uh, NBC's Who was gambling a, debt, debt because he had a distribution deal with them and he used the front money oh. from the movie nonstop. Starring Liam Neeson. It's oh so God. juicy. This is good. This is good, juicy stuff. They sh- he should be fired for it. All of that. Just that kind of financial, uh, big, rich money shenanigans. I hate that. I hate it. I, I really it. do. It's so rotten to the core, though. You know what I mean? Has anyone watched Too Hot to Handle on Netflix? No, Have you heard about that, that show, Lori? No, but that's my nickname. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be her shirt for the fair that everyone's going to go to. I was talking to someone about it last night. They said the crowds are going to be outrageous. Like, they might have to cap daily people that even get to go to the fair next year. Yeah. And and I said, well, you know, now you're going to have two shirts. So the front will say, too hot to handle. And the back will say, I only had crabs once. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a claim to fame. 
Let me ask Rocco a quick right. question. Okay. What's your favorite biopic movie? God, I'll have to think about that. Oh, that is a good one, Lori. I mean, you can have like a top three or something, but like for me, just right away, Coal Miner's you Daughter. You love that one. I haven't seen that one since it came out. Whenever What? I know it. You love that one. Oh, it's epic. You know, Sissy Spacek. Um, you love that one. You know, you plays grew up her with that dad, music. Sissy Spacek's dad, is Levon Helm from, you know, the band. He plays her dad. Really? Yeah. I do like, there's one called I'm Not There about uh, Bob. You know, I'm a big Bob Dylan yeah. guy. That's oh, kind of Kate fun. Blanchett? Yeah, which is, it's kind of a weird one, right? Where people, different people play Bob in different uh, eras? eras of his life, and it's pretty weird. Was that good? I like it a lot. Right, I don't think it's just... for everybody, but. Um, Did you like. And La Bamba. Yeah. I'm going to go out on a limb All and right. say I love La Bamba, and I watch that whenever it's on. I think that movie is great. All I right. liked The Dirt, The Motley Crew. That was pretty oh, good. God. <laughs> that was so good. I liked Amadeus. That's quite a biopic. For okay, yes. I'm going to give you mine because they're okay. recent. Bohemian Rhapsody. There you go. That's and, a biopic. And the one on Elton John. Oh, Rocket Man. That was so that good. That was so good. I really, I love that. I love a good one. You know, a yep. good bi- uh, biopic. Did or, you like, you like Get On Up, Lori. Oh, Chadwick Boseman yes. is amazing as... Um, James Brown. James Brown. That and, would be good. You have like such, first of all, like that would be a good movie to see just because, I mean, how he grew up and the racism and the horrible, you know, and he was like, I don't know, he must have been a boy in the 30s. I mean, just, it's really, um, uh, he has an unbelievable story. And Chadwick Boseman, if you think about it, he, in such a short acting oh, career, the really people that he played, and I'm were, glad he got um, nominated for the Golden yeah. Globes and everything. It was for two okay, different so performances. This is kind of interesting. So I just pulled up, you know, top 50 biopics. Number one is Rocket Man. Number two is the Buddy Holly story. Now, does anyone remember Round Midnight? It's like a jazz one, right? Yeah. And then Amadeus from 1994. Now, that was so good. That was, that was good. That was because we'd never really even thought about Mozart. No. In a modern, like, th- there like as a human a being. Yeah. Besides just, the harpsichord and the piano. Yeah, or no, the really. Thing. It was kind of that. What's was like Love Robert? Got to Do With oh, It? Angela Bassett, Lord, Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, yeah. La Bamba. She should have won the Oscar that year. Behind mm-hmm. the Candela- Candelabra comes up. Oh, that was great. Are you kidding me? Rob Lowe is the plastic Matt surgeon. Damon. and Michael uh, Douglas. Michael Douglas is Liberace. That was epic. And um, Matt Damon was yeah, the he hot was lover. Straight out of Compton. That was good. That was good. I like that one, too. Mm-hmm. Sid and Nancy, Gary Oldman played him, Laurie. That's old. I mean, that's from 1986. I thought about doing a vintage scandal on them because they're just, they found another, like there was just another story about another clue in that whole mystery. Of Didn't they Sid die Nancy. of a heroin overdose or yes, something? Yes, but yeah. I mean, it's very shrouded and lots of mystery Our gossip sign. and and like pain. maybe there was a murder. Um, yes, exactly. Gosh, some of these. Well, Coal Miner Daughters is number 23. Walk the Line. Walk the Line, of course. And the one where, uh, you know, um, what's her name? Jessica. Oh, the Plays one. Plays Patsy Cloud. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Sweet Dreams. Sweet Dreams. Yeah. That and is Ray. A good, I was going to say Ray. He won an Ray, Oscar for yeah, that or yeah, something. Yeah, he won a, a, a Sega Award, movie. too. Yeah. That was when we had our moment. Yeah.
All right, well, there we go. There we go. Let's We've go had a lot on of moments moment. today. Yeah, we have. <laughs> Everyone have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.